Hey everybody. Hi friends. I'm Megan. And I'm Allison and welcome to Out of the Average Podcast. Welcome everybody. So this week we have a fun little episode about a local witch trial that took place about 35 years before the Salem witch trials. Wait, what? Yeah, before Salem witch trials. Wait, on Long Island? Yeah. Before Salem? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh my god, guys, I'm excited. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Are you ready to get weird? Yeah, let's get weird. Okay, so before we get into this, like I said to you, it is a local topic that Mm -hmm. I'm talking about. So local to us is Long Island. Yeah. But not everybody is familiar with Long Island. Yeah. Um, I think even Long Islanders aren't totally familiar (laughs) with Long Island. Island. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of Long Island history. I feel like that's been like erased. Yeah, erased or even just like like, things that we don't talk about that much. Yeah, Especially someone that's an outsider might not know at all. Mm -hmm. So to give some perspective to the area that we're talking about. So we're talking about East Hampton. Now, a lot of people are probably familiar with East Hampton because the Hamptons are a really popular area um, that are really well known for like Mm -hmm. famous people living there and everything. But it's actually like one of the oldest settlements. And um, the area in particular that we're talking about is Gardener's Island and its connection to East Hampton. Are you familiar with Gardener's Island? No, I've never heard of it. Okay, so I am familiar with it just because I know about um, the the area and I've looked yeah. into it before. Primarily, my research stopped at when Me I found Me going out- to East Hampton means I'm going to the beach. So. <laughs> true. True. Well, I was yeah. actually familiar with Gardener's Island um, before. before this because um, I know that Captain Kidd buried treasure on Gardener's Island. Oh Did you God. know that? Yeah. I feel like we've actually talked about we that. We probably talked about that because it's a local fact that I, I like love that Captain Kidd buried treasure there. And he did. And that's where we're talking about. Um, It has since been reclaimed. So it's not yeah. like it's still yeah. there. But yeah. Um, So the area in general, Gardner's Island, it was actually the first English settlement in New York, which is pretty cool. Wow. Um, But originally it was inhabited by the Montaukets. And Mm -hmm. other Native American tribes, but Mm -hmm. particularly the Montaukets are who was in that area. And they're related um, ethnically and linguistically to the Pequot people. Mm -hmm. And um, the area was originally called Monshoneki. And um, then Lion Gardener was the person that purchased it. Uh, He renamed it Isle of Wight because it apparently reminded him of Isle of Wight in England. And so he purchased this land in 1939 where it's listed at often as from Chief Wyandanche but it was actually from his brother Pagadicut who is the sachem of Puamanaki which is or Puamanak which is mm-hmm. what um, Long Island was actually originally called and he was a sachem of the Manhasset people in Shelter Island and they were the ones that actually gave Gardner mm-hmm. for people who don't know what a sachem is yeah, wanna... so yeah, so a sachem is like it's the most prominent chief. Mm-hmm. So they really rule over a whole bunch of different people. Mm-hmm. And so he was the sachem, like that's so that's technically like the sachem of Long Island, but he was particularly the sachem of the Manhasset people. Mm-hmm. And then we might be more familiar. It's really hard to find like a lot of information on him, but it's easier to find information on his brother, um, Wyandanche, Chief Wyandanche, yeah, which is like now a Long Island town. Yeah, like <laughs> you hear it if you ever have written written on the train, you hear Wyandanche, like it's just automatically like yeah. in your head. And also, there's a lot more written about him, at least, like, in, like, texts that you can find online and Mm -hmm. in notebooks and stuff like that. Um, There's more written on him than his brother. And in some listings of this, you'll see that 
Gardner got the land from Wine Dance directly. Mm -hmm. um, he got it from their family regardless. And um, a reason why he was granted that, like why they were so keen, like okay with giving him the land was because for one, it was an alliance, but for two, uh, Gardner actually supported the Montaukets during the Pequot War. So yeah, so Gardner purchased land. So Lion Gardner himself, just so you guys know, he was a military engineer hired to help fortify the Connecticut colony. So his family did live in Connecticut and then came over here after that. So he was like the first person to settle, the first English person to settle in New York. And then it was quickly followed by like the population of the town of East mm -hmm. Hampton. Um, a lot of these people actually, so this was in 1930, uh, 16, 1939, can you imagine? Yeah. Oh my so God. this is in... 1639 and then officially was recognized by uh like he also had to get like permission from uh the people who like english permission yeah. like from the crown technically so it was recognized as its own col colony in 1648 so this was known as a proprietary colony so essentially like it didn't he gardener was ruled lord of the matter so he got, had his own control over the area mm -hmm. they did like follow the english law and also the connecticut court system because that's where long island at that point was connected to connecticut uh, colony mm -hmm. but this area was his own little area to rule by himself and obviously as lord of the manor he had people under him mm -hmm. um so the area that he lived in so this is like i said gardner's island and east hampton which is the area that we're referring to mm -hmm. um gardner's island wait can i just clarify it's an island off of like east hampton or it's like oh yes so good point so gardner's island is a tiny little island mm -hmm. um and it is connected to like the town of east hampton it is technically a part of the town of east hampton now even okay. though it was its own little thing it's actually still owned like almost 30, 385 years later it's still owned by the gardener family mm -hmm. um but yeah it was like annexed to the town of east hampton because it yeah. is in east hampton so yes. if you were looking for it it's not like it's as big as long island and yeah. so it's it's a tiny little island but um yeah. yeah so you would find that in east hampton that's where you oh. would have to go to Got to it. get to it yeah um and the area of east hampton was settled by like i said gardener but also these people that came these puritan families mm -hmm. it was actually in like 1640 that about nine puritan families came from lynn massachusetts which lynn massachusetts is a huge spot for puritan settlers like yes. that, that's where like the pilgrims in general yeah that's where the pilgrims came over to so this was 1640 all back in the day um nine of these puritan families settled in southampton and a lot of them moved over and then settled into east hampton mm -hmm. and like i said gardener was already over there um there's all records of everything I'm talking about going forward, you can still find in the town of East Hampton. Um, but this is all referring to East Hampton. It's the same area, but it's actually two different spellings. Like, whereas now East Hampton is two separate words. Yeah. Um, back it in the day, it was combined. combined. Yeah, exactly. Um, so if you're reading, like, the text for this, the, the transcription for this, you're going to see East Hampton listed in multiple different ways. Um, but I just thought I'd be a little clear about yeah. that. So um, the reason why I mentioned Gardner and the Gardner family is because this is where the story of Goody Garlic all stems from. Mm -hmm. So in 1657 or 1658, I'm actually going to go with 1658 because the most amount of records that I can find pin this um, as starting in February of 1658. Um, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Gardner Howell, who was lion gardener's daughter she was 16 years old and she 
gave birth to a child. She fell ill. And during her illness, she was laying in bed and she was really overwhelmed and started talking about all these like visions that she was seeing. And there was like all this negative thing. Mm -hmm. And people were like, who are you seeing? Who are you saying is there? And she accused a woman, a neighbor called Elizabeth Garlic of causing her to take ill because she said, I quote, spoke two or three words against um, Elizabeth Garlic. Yeah. So she was saying that Basically, garlic was the one that cast illness oh, upon her yeah. as a witch. And that's very, I mean, I know that it's like before Salem, but I, that is very like Salem witch trials. 100%. This yeah. whole thing, you can see it like stems like, from the whole oh, same basis. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so she accused her of witchcraft and garlic was close to the gardener family, mm-hmm. as in this is a small community at the time I of this whole goings on so this is like 1658 there were about between 33 and 45 uh, families living in east hampton so this is a really Mm -hmm. small community that we're talking about so pretty much everybody knew each other and a lot of these people knew each other from living together in lynn massachusetts Mm -hmm. so even the the garlics they were all they knew each other from them um and essentially the gardeners so Elizabeth Garlic, who we're talking about as Goody Garlic, and I should clarify why I'm referring to her as Goody Garlic. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, these are Puritans, yeah. and um, during that time, Goodwife was shortened to Goody. So, Goodwife is kind of the same thing, or and Goodmen were terms given to people along the lines of Mister and Mrs. or okay. Mistress. So oh, interesting. It, it basically signifies um, someone of the working class. So um, it was actually, if you were to use a word mistress back then, um, in like a class order, yeah. mistress would be just above good wife. Okay. And then like, you, then above that, you'd have like lord or lady of the manor, what okay, have you. So it's signifying so it's, a class. Yeah. So eventually it kind of got morphed into, this was like a word that was really only used, like it was used, termed coined in England and then used in the colonies, but it like died out by like the 1700s because a lot of people would just start using the word Mr. Mrs. Like mistress or miss. Um, Instead, even though it did have different connotations, Mm -hmm. um, it kind of just morphed into that. They kind of dropped it. But that is why she's referred to as Goody because good wife was always shortened to Goody. It's not necessarily that she's like a Goody Goody sort of. Well, you know, it's so funny. So I actually looked into... like, when I first was, like, looking yeah. into this, I was like, oh, Goody Garlic. And I was like, oh, it's interesting that she's Goody. And I was like, I wonder if there's, like, a connection between Goody Two-Shoes mm. and, like, that yeah, frame. Exactly. It is. That is yeah. where oh. it comes from. It was, like, there... So it was Goody Two Shoes was really popularized in this one book in like the 1700s. But we know that Goody the the term Goody Two Shoes was like a hundred years er- before that, mm-hmm. like earlier than that yeah, book. Yeah. Was, so it wasn't just a book that published publicized it, and it had to do with someone of um like a high like it was like a mayoress and talking to someone else, and it was like them saying, oh, like you're a Goody Two Shoes, like as in like you were able to afford two shoes rather than one kind of wow. a thing. And it was like class, the goody part was classifying that, that this one person was, was of like a, lower a lower class than that one. So there is, that is why I know, right? I know. So yeah, I got super fascinated. Wow. You know how I go down these rabbit holes, but I was like, Ooh, goody two shoes. Like that's, that's what I thought. You were able to afford. I mean, th- this yeah. is just like, this was all, um, I'm trying to connect it to source. how we use goody, 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 sh- like goody two shoes. Well, today. I thought like goody two, like 
I, that's what I was thinking of. Like, oh, well, I guess it's like, lines. it's almost like a, you think you're better like, than everyone you, else. Yeah, 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 okay. exactly. Because you could afford two shoes instead of one. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, so it does still kind of fit the same connotation. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. And so with this, I mean, this is not the connotation. Oh, this, yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I got it. So Goody is less of like a nickname as it is. Yeah, so I'm... More of as, a classification of where she was at. Or so it's just like me saying, referring to her as Miss Garlic or Mrs. Garlic. Like this could be the the witch trial of Miss Garlic. This could be. And if you notice a lot of early witch trials, um, it was always like goody whomever. And that's because of the the area, the Puritans and their names and their titles. And a lot of these people that were accused were of this class. It wasn't Mm. ever anybody higher. You know what I mean? I was going to ask like how um, like Elizabeth Garlic, Goody Garlic was... um, like seen in society yeah totally so she was supposedly um a little bit more of a unmanageable person to deal with Mm. so apparently like she squabbled a lot with her neighbors yeah things like that so and we know like looking back on like a lot of witch trials it was people that were pointed as different there's always like a reason why they were accused of witchcraft Mm -hmm. so she automatically people are like okay well we could see why maybe she was chosen in the first place because she did probably quarrel with her at some point yeah and the, the families did know each other um because Mr. Garlic, or yeah. Goodman Garlic, his name is actually Joshua Garlic, um, which is Elizabeth, or Goody Garlic's wife, uh, husband, rather. He worked for Mr. Gardner, for Lion Gardner. So he worked um, on his property. He was a miller and a carpenter. And so at this point in the story, or in their lives, yeah. um, he had his own land. Um, he had his own, like, they were kind of like, they, they were... I don't want to say they were well off, but they were really established. Like yeah. they, they re- were really like, he had a really good job with Mr. Gardner. Yeah. So that was obviously like really good for them. Yeah. And, um, and so, yeah. So at this point, Elizabeth Gardner Howell, which is Lion Gardner's daughter is sitting there and it is accusing Goody Garlic of being a witch. And then a whole bunch of other people are like, oh yeah, well, I know this about her and I know this about her. And so they made a whole bunch of claims against Garlic. And so some of the claims that were made was that she was working with animal familiars and sent different animals out to do her bidding and that she was casting evil eyes or she'd poisoned someone's milk and then had them drink it. Um, There was even an accusation that she looked at an ox and then as soon as she looked away the ox broke his leg Mm. and then the ox had to die wow um there was also accusations of um disappearances surrounding her though i couldn't find anything in particular for that one but then also of like uh, she was accused of being the cause behind the death of a child like she apparently like picked up a kid slander yeah it's really crazy she like picked up a child and then like shortly after the child felt like just picked them up shortly after the child fell ill and died and so then they were like, oh, it was Goody Garlic really? that did it. Wow. Um, and so we think that there is definitely, like, looking back at it, there is definitely, like, aspects of um, perhaps jealousy. So, like I said, like, they were more, fin- I don't want to say financially stable, but basically, like, they were he had a well cushy off. job. Like, yeah. he had, like, a set job that wasn't going to go anywhere. Yeah. Um, 
also there was perhaps some ethnic discrimination. So um, Elizabeth Garden, uh, Elizabeth Garlic's maiden name was Blanchard or something along those lines. I even like did this like genealogy search to confirm it. Yeah. And it did seem like that was a basis. And that was of French origin. And at the time, they had a lot of thoughts against the French people. Mm. So anybody that was for the Puritans, anybody that was foreign or outsider, even though yeah. she was a part of their community, like her family before that, might, even though she like might have married yes. into a Puritan culture. Yes, exactly. Um, anybody that's a little different is going to get seen down. And uh, again, she was a squabbler. Like yeah. she did like argue with people. Mm -hmm. um, so that's where we really think these accusations really stem from. Yeah. So a some local magistrates collected all these testimonies, all these info, um, and they sought guidance from a higher court. So they went to Connecticut because, like I said, that's who, that's really who at that time where the law of the people of Long Island came from. It was from yeah. Connecticut Colony. And um, at that time, the court was presided over by John Winthrop Jr., and it's important to note that John Winthrop Jr. was of a more enlightened mind. Um, so he was a little, he was what could be considered like a scientist like he was more mm. um open forward to thinking. logical explanation exactly whereas everybody else was more steeped in magic and um these different kinds of like yeah. viewpoints um mm -hmm. these like more I magical guess, explanations for yeah. external influences and he was more like no like we got to focus on yeah on what we see in front of us yeah. and everything and um a lot of the testimonies that they brought over um actually came the source material came from rumors that were spread by goody davis so there was 13 depositions that were filed and none of them actually came from goody davis herself mm -hmm. even though a lot of them like it was all these neighbors that were like oh yeah i heard from goody davis this i heard from goody davis that wow. i heard from goody davis yeah. about her um she never actually said any like a sworn statement about wow. it um so goody davis likes to talk <laughs> yeah a lot of them did at this time yeah, though this I is mean, a really small community. community and i honestly even think of like a lot of people didn't know what to do with their day so they spoke to be they made honest stories. i know this might be like brash but like i feel like that's still the case for a lot of these small eastern suffolk county towns a lot of them ch chat yeah. a lot of them are busybodies. like yeah. you know what i mean i see you yeah so um so yeah so the case the case is now in connecticut there's a three-week trial that goes on, and it's really crazy because at this point, like I said, this is before the Salem Witch Trials. Like, it's almost 35 years before the Salem Witch Trials, but still at this point, witchcraft is seen as a capital offense, and people in Connecticut had been executed for witchcraft at this point mm -hmm. already. So it was on the table. Like, this, yeah. this could happen. Salem is really famous, but, like, it was happening in England way it, yeah. before it even came over here like well, oh, i mean yeah. obviously new obviously the english people came over here so those yeah. beliefs would have come with them but like but there were witch trials before yeah. the salem witch trials in yeah. new england mm -hmm. and this is one of those trials um so the co court actually consulted with gardener um beforehand so even though it was lying gardener's daughter that her death was where this accusation even and the trial stemmed from mm -hmm. um they were close like like i said the gardeners joshua gardener wait worked, uh, so so um where gardener's daughter ended up dying she wasn't just ill 
She died. Oh, she did die. Okay. Yeah. So that's why this kind of all took Came off to like head. that. Yeah. Because while she was sick in bed, she, she, they were like, who do you see? Who do you see? Because she's having like these visions. She's yeah. seeing someone at the end of the bed, invisible. She was saying, goody garlic is there, but essentially that she's invisible. And then she died. Okay. So, yeah. So we think that she died from childbirth because she was only 16 years old mm-hmm. and she had a child and I was just it was the that. 1600s I was like, and yeah. exactly and so we think that that's what caused it like the illness was related to the childbirth but she yeah. in her illness and her I don't want to say madness but in this sick state like that's yeah. who she accused mm-hmm. and obviously they're all going to take it and run seriously with it. and run with it um and like I said she seemed to be a person that was that could be easily typified into this viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, so after talking, after consulting with Gardner, and like I said, at this point, the court is influenced by, it's overseen by John Winthrop Jr., who is more of an enlightened mind. Um, she was found not guilty. Though I do want to say, at that time, there were the verdicts of guilty, not guilty, and innocent. And she was not, not guilty, guilty, not innocent. <gasps> yeah interesting yeah and then you could see and that makes me want to differentiate what's the difference between not guilty and innocent so the difference would be they're not necessarily innocent of everything going the, on everything right now that's but they're certainly not guilty about she's not guilty of murdering wow of being of yeah. being a witch she's not guilty of being a witch in this case yeah and then leading to the death of of yeah but whether so maybe, or not she is a witch, so well, she's not completely innocent. So, or maybe, yeah, like maybe she did do some funky stuff going around, and yeah. they can't necessarily explain why, what was the reasoning behind all these other funky things. Yeah. But yeah, she's not actually. We're not accusing her, her of anything like of this murder. right now. Yeah. Um, and th- I actually have like a statement that was given out. Um, of the court. So this was like what they said in response. It is desired and expected by this court that you should carry neighborly and peaceably without just offense to jo- to its Joshua Garlic and his wife and that they should do the like to you. So this is referring to the Garlics as well as the community. So he, like I said, like Winthrop was really focused on community pathology. Mm-hmm. And so in this statement, you can even see that there's like a balance between the community and the accused witch. So he's saying, like I said, like she's not necessarily found innocent, but she's found not guilty enough. And essentially they're saying you should go forward and be a good neighbor live calmly don't make a ruckus and everyone else should also keep their noses out of your business and not like cause a scene Mm -hmm. about it it's kind of like him being like in a way um finding her not guilty but also stressing that she confide to these social norms Mm -hmm. but then also understanding why the community is concerned in the first place of course they're concerned of witchcraft especially if someone died yeah but also not letting the community run away with this and be empowered to act upon it like they're not just gonna hang her because that's a ridiculous way of handling the situation and in fairness like i'm referring to winthrop as being like more enlightened but it's not straightforward like that yeah like he still like perhaps like viewed this in the case of like where how could she an ordinary person be powerful enough to be able to do these things that she's accused of yeah so it is still a little like belittling yeah um to say that mm, witches aren't 
the these people aren't witches because like he his court presided over a multiple other yeah, like trials that did go along the same way so it's kind of like yeah like it's obviously good that he's like focusing on the community and the fact that this is a community aspect and a lot of these early witch tiles and all witch tiles for for that instance it is a whole thing about community pathology and like yeah. how the community views this one person as being an outsider. And yes. so it's that's like so really good. Up. Yeah. It's really good that he's acknowledging that. But wow. on the other hand, he's also saying like she's not smart enough to be able to do all this stuff. She doesn't have the powers to do, do all, all these things. Yeah. Which is kind of like, meh, uh, it's not great. But yeah. it is definitely a more enlightened way of like, like of acknowledging the situation. It. Um, so like I said, she gets found not guilty. She's told to live peaceably at home, and she does. It doesn't seem like there's anything else that really comes up hugely surrounding them. Um, she lives goody garlic, and her husband live well into their 90s. Wow. Um, wow. That's nice. I know, right? I know. Uh, uh, but oh, what's funny... Do, do normal, quote-unquote, normal people live that long? <laughs> <laughs> well, what I also found was interesting about it was that right after this trial, Joshua Garlic filed a defamation case against Goody Davis because she was the one that yeah. was, like, spreading all of these rumors yeah, the about his wife statements that's what you said yeah right? well there yeah. were 13 depositions filed oh, okay. but it was pretty much based off of all oh, these rumors worse. that she was like she was a source of all of these almost all of these rumors against yeah um goody garlic so joshua garlic filed a defamation case against davis um but nothing really came of it and davis goody davis actually died two weeks after the defamation case so, listen i'm not accusing anybody of, of witchcraft like. no but i <laughs> did find it very interesting that she died right. like two weeks two after weeks. this yeah yeah and there's no, there's no. Nope, I couldn't find anything about okay. why she died or anything like that. Interesting. I also can't like find anything about. I can't find anything more about Goody Garlic. Like I did find like some genealogy things. So like I think I found out who her parents were, where yeah. she was born, things like that. But I couldn't find anything out. Like there's no journal from her. There are these records because the town of East Hampton still has these records of of the trial and the cases. And like I said, it went to the to the Connecticut colony. So it was like yeah, it was documented. But it, I don't have like her personal journal. We don't have anything. And plus, a lot of the retelling of this um change things so like there are more like i said how the court referred to gardner mm -hmm. um for his insight on it um a lot of people had then framed this this whole story as like gardner coming in to save the day now like of course he had a say in it but that's not necessarily the case and we know how things get exacerbated and yeah. changed and um over time and yeah. this story was from the 1600s like mm -hmm. so you know we don't have all the information. I can't say that she actually was or wasn't a witch. Yeah. For all I know. Yeah. And also, like, maybe she didn't consider herself a witch, but she did still practice some stuff. How am I supposed to know these things? But they were a Puritan community. And, um, yeah, a lot of it really just stemmed from that idea of, like, outsider and, and or... she was a someone who potentially could have married into a Puritan family, so... True. I mean, yeah. Like, she... I she I know what you mean. Like, she... Yeah, I do know what you're saying. Yeah. Um, it is just interesting. I yeah. mean, like, you you can definitely see, like, looking back on it and through, like, a lot of the research that I found, like, more modern research, that a lot of, you can see why there's, like, the, this influence of perhaps, like, jealousy being the motivator or, mm -hmm. um, like, job discrimination or even a little bit of, like, ethnic in terms of her own personal history. Um, 
but it's it's an interesting case and I just found it like when I found out about it I was just like wait we had a witchcraft trial like yeah, I knew that right on Long Island yeah well, I will technically on, on in Connecticut, on, but in yeah, Connecticut, from but Long Island, still, like from Long Island before and not the only Salem witch trials. Before the Salem witch trials, and she wasn't executed. Yeah, which is pretty dope. Like that she is made just, it through. She made it through exactly. Yeah, interesting. So good cool, for right? you, Goody Garlic. I know, right? Good for Goody Garlic. Also, I cannot get over the name Goody Garlic. It's so like cute. that sounds like Goody Garlic, the story of it the witch like of a, like, the East Hamptons. Yeah, like, like it sounds like a little fairy tale. It's it like, does. It's like Goody Garlic and her husband Joshua Garlic lived I in know. a little house. Like, well, I actually looked up the name origin for garlic because I was like, "What is it?" And it it is what I thought. It's garlic. Well, it, it <laughs> it's like they were probably the garlic sellers. Oh, and not necessarily like good gar- like his family, his family. like his, like his family name because we do know like that's why like we have the last name Smith because yeah. they were Smith workers and things like that. Um, but I wanted to know because it's like G A R I G A R L I C K. Yeah. Sometimes there's an e on the end, so it's like really similar, obviously, to the word garlic. So I was like, why? Like I just thought it was cool since she's like accused of a witch and like you're yeah. like garlic is such like a specific like, like that's what I mean. Like it's a specific like thing. Like you know what I mean. Thanks, Megan, for teaching me that story. I actually, uh, like, truthfully, listeners, I had no idea that this was even a thing. (laughs) Like, I had no idea there was a witch trial trial here on Long Island. When Megan was pitching me the the episode, actually, I believe, I didn't know it was in Southampton. I actually thought it was in Sayville for some reason. Oh, yeah. Well, it's interesting because I had been looking into the history of Sayville. Okay. And um, when I was looking into the history of Sayville, this just, like, popped up. Um, I think because, well, I was more specifically looking into the, his- like, the occult history of Sayville. And I think, like, my oh. word searches, like, it popped up all of a sudden. And I was, like, only getting articles about Goody Garlic. And I had... That's interesting. I know. And I had never even heard of her. I, I hadn't yeah. heard of the story before I started researching it. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, I was really glad that I yeah. did, though. Because I was like, that's such a fun little, like, local... I mean, it's local to the Hamptons, but it's yeah. a Long Island Long story. Island local. And I was like, I haven't heard of it yeah. before. And mm-hmm. it's so fascinating. Mm-hmm. Just the whole concept. And I'm really glad that it ended up positively. Yeah. and You know what I mean? Yeah, and it didn't end up in the way we expect them. Yeah, I, yes, up. exactly. Uh, is she going to float or not? Yeah, I right? <laughs> exactly. Well, that's... Yeah. It's so crazy. Yeah. The whole concept of witch trials, all of that, it, it's just, it's so fascinating, Wild. but also sad, sad often yeah. and tragic often. Um, So I was really glad to not share yeah. a tragic story with you guys, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I was like, oh, cool. Here's a, a witch story that actually ended up kind of okay. positive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, not for yeah. Goody Davis, but... Yeah. But I would, like, Long Island such an interesting place, like, because there's, there's so much, like, history and you know we have like native american history as well mm-hmm. as settler history as well as like other history and so i'm definitely interested on the podcast this year to dive into like more local long island oh 100 percent. so I'm, I'm, I'm glad we were able to do a little episode like this me too mm-hmm. thank you for listening thank you for yep. letting me share if you guys have any local stories of your own that you'd like to share with us you can reach out to us you can find us on instagram at out of the average pod or through our website out of the average pod.squarespace.com or you could shoot us an email at out of the average pod at gmail.com so look forward to hearing from you and we will see you next week stay weird stay weird everybody <laughs> <laughs>